Welcome to this series of Coronavirus Community Information Podcasts. These episodes are meant to provide the latest information and practical advice for local people and throw open a spotlight on the great work being done in our community by various different organisations. These episodes are available on my podcast, Jack Reardon Radio, and you can listen to them on platforms such as Spotify and Apple. Today I'm joined by Simon Harris from the Citizens Advice Bureau in Socon Trent. So welcome, Simon. Uh, and we speak during this very challenging times, obviously, uh, and through this, it'd be useful to uh, learn a bit more about the things that you've been doing. So firstly, would you like to tell us about some of the challenges that you're having? Um, yes. I mean, I think the, the first and biggest challenge was moving from a service that has largely relied on face-to-face as its main channel of access to a service that now for the first time in 80 years has no face-to-face service at all uh, and is operating entirely on the phone and by web chat and email. Um, and that's been, I think, probably as big a change for the staff as it has been for um, our, our clients. So logistically and technically, moving you know, about 120 people out of the offices and, and, and into completely different work environments, switching um, or diverting their phone extensions from the phone on their desk to their, to their, usually to a mobile phone at home and so on, has been quite a big challenge. And we're, we're not over overly sort of provided with um, technical staff. We've basically got one and a, one point, one, one and a bit um, IT support staff who, who really worked their little socks off over the last um, three or four weeks to get us to the, to the place we are now, where we are now delivering a service. We're able to give advice um, over the phone through uh, a number of, of, of channels, and we're also able to do web chat and email advice as well. Um, and not surprisingly, as you probably expect at this time, people have been finding us um, however hard we've been trying to hide. I'm sure you've seen an increase as well in the number of people who are contacting you. I mean, I've seen about a 95% increase in casework in March. Have you mm. seen lots of people, more more people coming through the virtual door? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure we've seen more people. What we have done is we've seen a real shift in, in what people are coming to us about. So we've seen um, people asking us about universal credit going off the scale compared to what it was before. We've seen uh, a real increase in employment issues, but we've seen far fewer people contacting us about debt. So I suppose overall those changes probably balance each other out. But yes, it is busy and certainly some some services, so the, the Help to Claim service, which helps people claim universal credit, has been absolutely inundated and I think has seen a tenfold increase in in in, in uh, people at, in people uh, trying to get through absolutely and you mentioned universal credit are those sort of the main or the sort of main issues that people are coming to you with around you yeah universal credit is and i think that's you know i mean that, that we've seen the kind of reports that there's been something like you know there was a, a million new claims in a two-week period in march um, I think for for an awful lot of people, they're coming, they're, they're having to claim universal credit for the first time. They're coming uh, across a brand new uh, benefit, um, which is uh, not without its challenges for people who are used to the system. Um, I think there are a lot of people who are um, claiming benefits for the first time. They haven't ha- needed to before, but because of the changes that have happened in the last couple, of, uh, three or four weeks, uh, now find themselves having to claim benefit, and it's a it's a completely new. Um, experience for them so understandably they need help with it. And what other sort of issues have you been seeing people ask for advice about? 
Um, so with universal credit, I think part of it's been about the, the issues that the problems are getting through to the DWP. I mean, they've had to cope with this massive upsurge in demand as well as we have. Um, and to be fair, you know, to be absolutely fair to them, they, they, they were probably not much better prepared for that sudden spike in demand than we were. Um, they too have had to, to, to adapt to, to not having a face-to-face -face service. And there are a lot of people who struggle to engage with the DWP or the benefit system other than by face-to-face -face means. So trying to find ways of accommodating them has been a challenge as well. Um, there's been issues around some of the, some of the things like the online um, ID verification and so on, and some of, the, some of the, the parts of the universal credit system that have been a bit um, troublesome to date. Uh, I think this is just this additional pressure is putting uh, more and more, uh, or this is putting more and more pressure on those parts of the system that have, that have struggled a bit to cope. Um, also, we've seen people um, who want to top up wages if they've been furloughed or their partner's been furloughed or both of them have or what have you. Um, people who are self-employed and are unclear on whether or not they'll benefit from the support that the government's put in place for self-employed people because I think there are quite a few very new self-employed people, people who are very new to self-employment who won't benefit from it because they won't have been doing it for long enough. Um, there will be some people who uh, maybe do some self-employed work alongside employment. So they might not earn enough of their earnings from self-employment to qualify, but will nonetheless still have lost um, a significant um, proportion of, of, of their income. So... And I think th those have been issues we've seen so far. The other big category has been employment. Um, lots of people who have been uh, have had issues about how this affects them at work. Um, and, and again, this is a completely unprecedented situation for employers. It's a completely unprecedented situation for employees. And some of the measures that have been put in place are, you know, to match that equally unprecedented. So the whole job retention scheme, I think, has thrown up. Uh, uncertainties for a lot of people um, who now find themselves being laid off but if you like not being laid off so you know they may have been laid off in the past um, without any pay now they've been laid off with hopefully 80% of their pay and the, um, fingers crossed the HMRC system will will uh, work properly and and that the first payments will go out this week so people can get paid at the end of at the end of April um, so there's been a lot of uncertainty around that um, and there have been issues from people whose who's, um, or queries from people whose employers have decided not to use the job retention scheme and have carried on working during uh, the lockdown, um, both about, about you know, that, but also about how that kind of then interacts with people's individual circumstances. So there may be people who have underlying health issues or live with or care for people who have underlying health issues who are concerned about still having to go to work. Um, and we're getting into whole new areas of employment law here that I, I mean that I'm not sure the existing legislation was really designed to cover. Um, and, I, and you know, if this goes on for any length of time, it'll be interesting to see how those those things are resolved. No, I certainly agree with that. Those are the sort of issues that I'm getting through my casework as well, mm. with people trying to adjust to the new way of uh, working or Absolutely. trying to, to to look at the. Uh, obviously businesses some are furloughing some are not and mm. some are not sure about what the advice is so that's certainly the sorts of things i've been trying to help um mm -hmm. both businesses and employees with uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to, to to that support and advice and i yeah. think 
it's very important that we do uh, obviously point them point people to that professional advice point people to organizations uh, like mm-hmm. yourself who can really help to, mm-hmm. to, to support people uh, in in these very challenging yeah. um, times and um, mm-hmm. I've also had issues uh, with people coming to me about um, you know worried about uh, they might lose their job might uh, what, what the future holds for them and mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people coming to you with similar sort of uh, issues as well yeah i think that's beginning to come through now up until now people have been more concerned with the immediate issues and i think that's one of the reasons why um why we've seen a, a real drop in the number of people contacting us about debt um, and that's partly because a lot of the triggers that would prompt people to come and see us about debt aren't happening at the moment because of the measures the government's put in place so local authorities aren't chasing up council tax arrears at the moment they're not sending the bailiffs around those events act as a fairly obvious trigger to people to come and get help. So that, that's not happening. The courts aren't sending out possession summonses or eviction warrants. So there, um, those those triggers aren't aren't, aren't happening, and, and those aren't prompting people to come to see us. And I think people are, who have kind of put things a bit on the back burner while they deal with the more immediate issues of, of the money in their pocket and, and um, buying food and looking at you know looking after their kids and looking after their relatives and so on uh, and looking after themselves but when those measures that have been put in place finally stop as they inevitably will do those debts will still be there um, and so what we're saying to people is this is actually ironically maybe a really good time for people to get their finances sorted out and that's why yesterday we launched uh, a new local hotline for people or helpline for people um, who've got debts to ring us um, and uh, we'll give them uh, debt advice over the phone and actually what we want to do is encourage people to, to, to have a think about that so that they can they'll be in a better position when uh, normal you know when the normal recovery uh, and so on is resumed um, after after the lockdown. Um, I, I hesitate to say we go back to normal because I don't think we will go back to normal, and nobody really knows what the new normal will be. But you know, people will still owe money, um, and the people they owe them to will then want to want that money back in. And if people can get things sorted out in advance, it will be a much easier um, transition back to that state than than it would otherwise have been if they were caught unprepared. Yeah, I agree. I hope that we can have at least some positivity from these very difficult times, mm. and that you know we can mm. help um, more of those people to 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 get on top of things like debt, as you say, yeah. and try to 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 have a, a better situation once things are over. And I agree. We don't think we'll quite necessarily get back to normal, but uh, hopefully, if we can yeah. get back to more of a normal situation than yes. we are now. Yes. Um, but. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for taking part in this and um, it, it is very much uh, obviously uh, I think it's positive news that we are seeing um, uh, the flattening now of um, that peak and hopefully we are reaching the peak and um, we can get yeah. uh, more help to, to people to ensure that, um, yeah. uh, that, that we continue to, to support uh, people and also ensure that obviously people are continuing to follow uh, that advice but uh, thank you so Absolutely. much uh, for taking part in this and um, uh, look forward to supporting you in the future yeah. you're very welcome thank you just to recap i know people are facing unprecedented challenges at the moment and the government have launched an unprecedented level of support to help people this includes the launching recently of the job prevention scheme which has now been extended also for people up until uh, the 19th of march
We've also seen the self-employed grant support scheme. This is worth 80% of your trading profits up to a maximum of £2,500 a month for anybody who's self-employed. And also the strengthening of the safety net for uh, people who uh, need it for through universal credit and working tax credits, increasing those by £1,000 a year. This is around a £7 billion cash injection into our welfare system. For people who need more help and advice and information, you can go to my website, all the government and NHS advice is there, or get in touch with my office.